Can I get a sphere of annihilation? No. Hey everybody, welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford, and I'll be your dungeon master today. We are a 5th edition real play storytelling podcast, and last time we end... Hey, do you know what you're doing? No. <laughs> did we lose Jay? Did he die? Dude, did his brain stop? You Michael kill me every day. You kill me every day. Um, do you want to retake that? Bad. Um, <laughs> retake that, and this time without sucking. Ah, uh, fuck. I'm going to sign off. <laughs> you want me to do it again for you? So you... Yeah, right. let's take it from the start. Randall, do your thing. Uh, right. Oh, God. Hello. No. <laughs> Fucking pitter patter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. We're your new favorite 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm Jameson Oxford, your Dungeon Master. I hope that you've been listening. If not, please start at episode 50 or further back. Go way further back. Just keep All going. Way back. Keep going. Keep going. Keep Almost there. Down. There. Yeah, start at number one if you're a completionist like me. Yes, the audio is bad and the neighborhood is scary here, but you'll get through The 50 it. has a nice recap too. To my left. Hello, I am Randall playing Marquis Dylan Bennett, and I recently just pulled off the heist of a fucking century. You stabbed your friends in the back. Justice! Hey man, the people that pulled off the best heist ever got robbed by me, so it goes like, duh, and then duh, you know, so it's a little above. And, For uh, real Ocean's Eleven here. And I am sitting pretty, and to my left... I don't know if it's me because I left the thing, so it's you. my it's messages you. are refreshed. Just, just yeah, so you, it's you. behind the kimono for everybody there, but it is I, Ryan, and I play Roy, Rogue Warlock, and uh, I usually like to stab a lot of people, but now I'm going to have to stab someone that I thought was my friend? Where's the trust? That's a damn good question, because it's out the stab fucking so window. You said you trusted me. Stab him so hard. My left. Once again, this is Strana coming back as Savobos. Oh yes, well... You might have remembered me as Bob in previous episodes, but now it's Sabobos. Back to Sabobos. I miss Bob. Bob died. Sabobos is an orc paladin. Because I keep things racial here. <gasps> Bob's not dead. Bob died. Bob did what all old men dream of. He retired to a land of infinite possibilities and, and fire. pudding. <laughs> so, you know what? To my left. It's me, Mitch. Hi. Hi, Mitch. I play Bruce, who uh, has been in a spot of trouble, came out of hell on that last step for a minute, went back into hell on that last step, so we'll see what's happening there. Yeah, what but the fuck he's, are you doing uh, here? He's your good old boy, he's a big old Goliath fighter, softy on the inside, and uh, kind of a dick on the outside. And to my left. And to his disdain. Fair. Is Jeff. Back again, playing... Your favorite character, or not, who cares? The gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. The hat was doffed, folks. And it's a doffed hat. And we're here do, to do, play do, some do, gosh dang D and Dizzle. So let's have some fun. Yes, let's have some fun. Because I've been looking forward to this. I think Randall's been looking forward to this. Basically, what what are we? How how are how are the chips gonna fall 
All right, so let's get into this tavern keeping. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's do a little tavern keeping. Welcome back. It's your friendly neighborhood, Jeff, here to tell you about all the ways that if you want to contact us, you can contact us. That's right. We've got a website. Tell them what the website is. TorchlitTavern.com. Thank you, Ryan. And you know what else we've got? It's the social medias. On the social medias, what is the name on all of those? Torchlit Tavern. That's right. We got us on the Twitters. We got us on the Facebook. We got us on the Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. Never mind. But we got us all over the place. You can find us even on the Spotify. But let me tell you one more thing. If you want to share our good news, our helpful part of your day, the story that keeps you going, you can do that. We've got a fucking friendly and helpful hashtag. Tell them what the hashtag is. It's goddamn... Hashtag Torchlit Tavern. It's so easy. That's right, and guess what? We've got one more thing that you can go to if you really, really, really like us. We got a Patreon. What's the Patreon? Patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. Hell yeah, you can go to that Patreon, and you know what we're doing very special for you. We just opened up a new tier. We're just cracking it open like a box of fresh goodies. The new tier is the $20 tier. The $20 tier, we're going to send you a Dice Tower custom unpainted not that custom it's a druid dice tower it looks great and it's made by our good friend strana so that maybe you can roll as many 20s as he does just fucking maybe your god too many goddamn 20s so you can just share the 20s and of course as always feel free to rate like share all of our stuff we'd love to hear from you with a little bit of your ratings, with a little bit of your reviewings. It helps us out tremendously. So just remember, Torchlit Tavern. It's so easy. It's so easy. Also, I try to say it as often as I can. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Many more episodes ahead. Oh, I'm not going to stop. I don't care if anybody listens at all. This train can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. It sounds like an ineffective train, but okay. <laughs> it is, yeah. Nobody can get on. I mean, it's like that one movie, yeah. Snowpiercer. Get on, yeah. We all know how that ended. Well, I remember it went well. Up until yeah. some asshole decided he wanted rights. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is Torch of the Tavern, our fifth edition real play podcast that focuses on character development and storytelling. And that's just a long-winded way of saying that I, as the DM, like to torture my players emotionally. <laughs> Speaking of torturing my players emotionally, Bruce, yo, you uh, you kind of rematerialize in hell, All right. but you don't you don't know, really know a lot about the hells. There's five of them, but you wouldn't be able to like know which one you're in. I'm not even sure Bruce is aware there's more than one. Uh, it's it it's a like it's a phrase like a turn yeah, phrase by the five hells that oh, sort of okay, a thing. Okay, so it's... you rematerialize, and as you look around, you notice that there's no one with you. So there's uh, there's no Canton. Yeah, and that's a good thing. Beautiful. Uh, Bruce looks around and he composes himself, and uh, he just looks around. He looks around. Pass down his pockets. Mutters under his breath. Ah, fucking shit! I left my stick. As he realizes that he has left his silver stick back in the mortal room. Oh no! That was like your one good thing you had. Yeah, it was. That was out of the frying pan. Yeah, the, one of the problems in the in the little time you've been here isn't the fire. It's not the demons. It's the isolation. Yeah, is probably a good thing, sort of. I mean, that seems right right down Bruce's alley. So, I mean, so that's yeah. it. That's all we got. That's all we got for Bruce. Yeah. We're gonna leave him trudging through hell, trying to figure out a way out of here. I'll yeah. trudge you through hell. Bye, Mitch. <laughs> I'm right here, guys. <laughs> God. The mages told you 
that you were lucky no one got hurt. The portal that Daedalus opened that brought you all back with the ship was unstable and lacked a concretely selected re-entry point. Headmaster Quark tried to explain something after the event about conductivity of the copper struts that surrounded the ship and how metal tends to attract to like metals under high magical fields, but it was all lost on you, having limited magical knowledge. The basic premise was that the large amount of copper scaffold and the copper-only bedding of the arcade were a perfect match, and the ship came crashing into the material plane, creating a trough of damaged buildings before falling through a roof of the old buried Colosseum. The Sisters of Vespera, as the nearest church, was on site almost immediately to perform healing and damage control. It took some doing, but with backing from Mother Granlin and a firm push from Headmaster Horizon, the other head mages quickly joined forces to perform the necessary ritual. It was hard work without their master conjurer Nebula, who had gone missing and presumed dead during what has become known as the Rift Crisis, quote-unquote, but inevitably successful under their combined knowledge. They operated swiftly considering the chaos, and despite royal decree, the wicker ship you all fought so hard to bring back to the mainland was banished back to its fairy home. But it has been difficult to rest easy. Though there have been no signs of rifts or portals since that day, the weather has been getting drastically worse. First, a tornado touched down and tore through large sections of the Goblin District, following the flight path of the wicker ship, and continuing on from there. This was followed a few days later by a large storm, complete with crashing waves that threatened to destroy Dockside. One wave in particular was large enough to cause flood damage on Trade Street. King Regent Robert II, in the days that followed, used the crisis to drive forward several sessions of private royal court, during which he was fully and officially crowned as ruler by the noble guilds. He also declared official war on the nation of Bree, whom he publicly began blaming for the recent attacks on their major city centers. Along with the declaration of war, he arrested the professors of the Mages Guild for quote-unquote aiding and abetting our enemies by removing key weaponry from our nation's grasp. He then declared martial law. Mother Granlin's initiative to elect a people's noble was crushed and put aside when the people, reeling from the damage caused by the recent weather, were unable to quickly decide on a suitable candidate for election. Will and Bennett's armies from neighboring Celestian townships gather outside the city gates, ready to enforce the king's most recent decree. This decree states, All able-bodied men and women must present themselves to General Zaft and his officers for processing into the king's royal army under penalty of treason and death. And that is the environment that we begin this session in. You guys were shuffled away uh, real quick by the Sisters of Vesper who showed up. Like I said, they were the closest church. They got there real quick. They tended to people who may have been hurt when the ship crashed through, and they quickly got you guys the out of there after you killed Gavrillo. And Gavrillo was very, very dead. You avenged Canton. You know, you got that much. But the chaos sense and the physical, emotional damage that has happened to most of you at this point, the damage to your friendships, your trust, it's been rough. So we're picking up about a week after. Who should we start with? Dylan. <laughs> Does that mean we're starting with Roy or Dylan? Uh, no, Dylan will go to the church. He has to drop off uh, weekly money. All right, then Then I'm going to start with my other... So it's been a week, right? Um, if you want to start there, we can, or we can move into Vespera. The problem I... is, the one thing I'll, I will caution against is, if you're going to Vespera, you run the risk of dealing with the other PCs. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Pro uh, I was also gonna say, like, I probably have like a couple palace guard or whoever I'd normally roll with. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's. How does Dylan roll nowadays? Three to four palace guards when he's off shift, and so, then when he's on shift, he's either at the watch or uh, patrolling with other watch members. Uh. So palace guard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there is a difference. 
listeners. They wait outside the church of Vespro. Uh, one recently got rehired by Dylan. <laughs> generic? Generic got hired by the City Watch a while ago. Or you got him promoted back to Palace Guard? Yeah, yeah. I I hired him because I thought he was really redeeming himself in the City Watch. Uh, okay. okay. We, we, the story of Generic continues. All right, so We were roll... the reason he lost that job, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, so you roll up on the Church of Vespra, and it, you're rolling with a contingent of Palace Guard. Yeah. About five of them. I look at them and say... Wait out here. Uh, at the front, you, you you bump into Mary, as always. Hello, Sister Mary. Uh, she gives you a really wary look, and she looks at the palace guard, and she says, Hello, Dylan. I'm just making my weekly visit. Uh-huh. Weapons, please. Yep. I hand them over. She And she really pats you down this time. Like, it's been sort of... I didn't hide any. Yeah, but the point is, is that usually yeah. there's a joke to it. There's a for show amount. You're getting the full pat down. She... You know, she knows how many weapons you hide, and you've given them all? Yeah. Yeah, she still pats you down, and then she lets you through, and she's watching you the whole time. Where do you go? I go to Granlin. All right, Granlin's in her uh, her back office, and you knock on the door, and it opens, and she's standing there, and she says, Yes, Dylan? Oh, I'm here to make my weekly donation for Julie and the church. She doesn't say anything, she just sort of holds out her hand. I pull out a decent-sized sack. It's all my pay from the city guard, and I just okay. hand it over. Uh, next week, I'll probably make a visit with Akara, if you don't mind. I don't think so, Dylan. Hmm. Shame. Dylan turns around. Yeah, and when you turn around, Roy is just leaning against a fucking doorframe between you and, and the exit. Basically, he's been he's replaced Mary. Hello. Hey, Dylan. Oh, sorry. And Dylan reaches into a pocket... And he pulls out some silver coins and a note with some writing on it and hands it to him. There you go. How many coins is that? (laughs) About five silver pieces and a note with some writing on it that's folded up. Roy can't read. That should be it. Yeah, um, (laughs) what do you want me to do with this? (laughs) Uh, buy yourself some food, shoes, shirt. The paper, Dylan. The paper. We've been over this. I can't read, Dylan. This is like just insult to injury right now. I grab my equipment and start putting it back on. You know, for someone that can hide in shadows, you're not really a master of subtlety. No, not so much. That tracks. Well, I'm sure you know a few people that can read to you. Or you're right here and you can tell me what it says. Or you could understand what I'm saying. The, uh, the palace guard have moved up to kind of to the front door. I wave them off. They don't go more than five steps away. Where is it? Have a nice day. And I walk past. <sighs> Do I let him walk past? <laughs> I mean, I can always just walk over. I mean, <laughs> I mean that depends where you want the rapier to materialize, Dylan. Do you want to walk over me? Um, I mean, five palace guard and me. Let's dance. I mean, uh, if you, you can either uh, read or you can... Next scene. <laughs> <laughs> Who we go into? Yes, I better go find Bob. <laughs> Bob's gone. He's the only one that can read. Okay, out of game. There's like seven nuns within ten feet of you that can probably read to you what the note says. This is arcane knowledge. This thing is far. <laughs> oh my god. We we have established that reading is a truly mystical art. Arcane tricksters use the wizard's spell-like abilities, which requires study. This motherfucker uses wizard spell-like abilities without reading. (laughs) Because he's a warlock. 
Warlocks don't need to read. <laughs> they they legit Depend, depending on the pact, I do not need to read. Out of respect for Granlin, I'm not going to kill him in the church. Yeah, that that would probably be like a leading reason right now. Like this, you don't have weapons. I mean, you can summon your rapier, but like you are in- also don't really need them for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do need a focus for a lot of things uh of some kind technically it's wishy-washy with you but out of game just get the note read my dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous <laughs> yeah all right so yes it is ridiculous why would you approach roy with a note but anyway go off so should we just pick up with roy when dylan leaves i think roy what do you do dylan walks away with a contingent of guards you know that attacking <laughs> him here will just get you in hot water with granlin even though in the week that's gone by Granlin has, you've seen that everybody in the Church of Vespera has kind of listed Dylan as persona non grata. Uh, you know that, sadly, Sandra hasn't, has not been present to accept his money. It's, uh, whatever he did, he didn't tell them either. Hey, uh, Granlin? Yes, Roy. As you're standing right here and you kind of just hold that whole conversation, can you help me out a bit? Do you know how to read? Uh, um, of, of course, Roy. Yes, I can read for you. Cool. Can you... Can you read this off to me real quick? That would be a real nice favor to me. Absolutely, Roy. And he, she shuffles you into her office. Uh, what do you want? What's up, Grim? So I just want to like talk to everybody about how Granlin is like 10 foot tall and Roy is like 2 foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like handing up this fucking oh, yeah. note. He's got to go on tippy toes just so she can lean down to get way it. Down. Yeah. Got a punch and swing up to hit her at the knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so she she shuffles you into her her office so that you guys ha- can have some private moment. And if you could message me that note, yep, fucking notes. That was your ace in the whole time. Just <laughs> just uh, distract me with reading. <laughs> <laughs> We've spent about an hour of time discussing the fact that he can't read or tie his shoes. <laughs> Accurate. It's. Just, Real simple note. Granlin gets this strange look on her face, and she, she's leaning over her desk. She pulls out a pair of glasses out of an apron pocket. Does things does things help you read? Ah, uh, y- yes, Roy. My I'm quite old, and my vision isn't quite what it Will used to be. Will they help me read? Do I need glasses? N- no, no. You need a fucking hug. No, Roy. <laughs> I, I I think that your vision is fine. It's it's. What what, <laughs> what is the note? <laughs> God. I I legit don't even know what to say. <laughs> like like how well would Granlin react? I like there's just sort of a pity and just she, I like, think she just moves on, dude. Yeah. So hold on though. The, she looks is this at, the first time that she acknowledges that he can't read? This is the first time it's come up with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you how she responds. She goes, "Why do you have issues reading?" Oh, thank you. Oh, you, yeah. You spend more time with teachers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Help me out, Ray. Why do you have issues reading? Granlin, I grew up in the streets. I don't. I didn't go to school. I don't even know how to tie my shoes. Do you see them? There's no laces on them. You mean you don't know how, or that no one taught you? Little a, little b, both. As soon as I read you this note, Roy, I'm going to teach you how to tie your shoes, um, and then we are going to meet every night for reading lessons. Y- all right. Yeah. Sure. That's good because I didn't say it as a question. Okay. The note, Roy. <laughs> in fact, at this point, she says, "Come sit next to me, Roy." <laughs> Fuck. Oh <laughs> All right, Roy. Do you know your alphabet? Mostly. An hour later. <laughs> she says, okay, now, sound this out with me. Now, Roy, 
Are you, you going to have to send me this? Because... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Reading test with LeVar Burton. With Granlin. I'll have you know there's already a Reading Rainbow podcast, sir. Oh, so. I'm so listening to that. Yeah. So, uh, you and I are going to read this as if I'm dragging your finger across okay. the page. Because she is. Her big, meaty hand has got your whole fucking arm. And uh, she's just slowly moving your hand down the letter and... It says, okay, remember what I taught you, Roy. We're going to begin. My. My. Servants. Servants. Leave. Leave. At. 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 Nine. At nine. They leave at nine, okay? Nine p.m. Not pum, even though it, it seems like it might be a word. Is that, like... Like nine in the morning? Yes. To, uh, this is probably isn't the best note to teach you, but it, it's the only thing I have at the moment. The palace. Palace. Guard. See, so you said, there's a C in that word? Yes, but you yes, made right. the S Sometime, sound. <laughs> sometimes we, you make an S sound with, with C. C is sort of a tricky letter. This is, this is a fucking waste of time, Granon. What does the note say, please? All right, we'll continue another, this another, next time. Next session. It says, yes. My servants leave at 9 p.m. Palace guard meeting ends at 9.30 p.m. 10 p.m. I will be home alone. Roy, where did you get this note? He just handed it to me. It seems like he wants to talk to you. It's really fucking dumb, considering he was right here and talking to me right now. But he wasn't alone. I guess. Fine. 10. I will find him later. Thank you for reading the note, Grandma. You're welcome, Roy. And I'm serious. Tomorrow night. Same time. Okay. And, uh... Is that enough, Roy? Should we go yeah. on to somebody yeah, else? Roy's gonna, Roy walks <laughs> out, and uh, he's gonna go to the guild. The Thieves' Guild. Yeah. Yes? Uh, Alright, yeah. You, you, you fucking secret entrance. You know them all nowadays. You bump into several new recruits that you've recruited in the last week. Because you gotta stay busy, right? And uh, as you're going, Avil's like, Roy, Roy, we've wasted a lot of time. We need to move. What are we doing? I gotta check in. But but Roy, we have things we need to do. Okay. Do you know where the Do you know where the compass is? No. We. You should. You heard the note. <sighs> we gotta yes, wait. He's not. I can't fucking go and get it right now. Okay, Roy. You you're uh, you kind of come around the corner talking to yourself. Mullen's like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, Mullen. Yeah, it's still hearing voices, huh? Nonstop these days, Mullen. It gets better. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, mine are literal. Hey, yeah, I know. Uh, it feels that way, but yeah. Oh, okay. You know, if you need somebody to talk to about it, I get it. Thanks, Malian. Maybe, perhaps some other time. Where is uh, Darius? Is he in? Yeah, he's always, he's always in. You know that. <laughs> and uh, you open the door, and Darius is sitting in his chair, uh, brooding lately. He does a lot of that. Hey, boss. What's up, Fox? So, you need anything from me today? Been a minute. A lot of stuff's been going on. Not really. I kind of just want you to keep your head down. You know they're out there. If we... Look, if you get caught by the guards out on the open street and you don't have a writ that says you signed up with the army, you're going to get tried for treason. And if they don't immediately make you sign up, they'll kill you. So, so be careful. You got you got any uh, fake writs? Uh, we're working on it, but... Uh, 
they've got some some new people in the uh, the castle, and they've changed up the writ. So we've got to figure out how to copy it. In fact, you know what? I do have a job for you. Give me a hold of one of them writs. <laughs> I thought she said we were working on it. It sounds like we're going to be starting to work on it once I get one. There's like eight of us, man. They're new. You, I, I, I can't got... do it all, Darius. He, he puts his head in his hands. He's like, I know. I know. And and I don't... And I mean, the guys we have are guys that I mostly brought in. So... Yeah, you, you, you're doing great. You're doing great. It's I, I know. I, I know. I know things more. are rough, and I get it. And I, and clearly, I've kind of got some stuff going on as well. Yeah. Sorry, we all, we've been working on another plan too. Uh, I'm I'm afraid to talk about it. Me and Mullion have ideas on how to get us out of this mess, but uh, I don't want to tell you yet. I think uh, I think if I tell you, you'll run off half cocked, and I I need a full plan. Do you know what happened with the? Uh, you know what happened with Bruce? He's in hell. I'm assuming. I mean, he was in hell the whole time last time. The, the nuns of Vesper are supposed to be helping us get him back, right? Supposedly. I was just there not too long ago. It didn't seem like they had made too much progress. Granted, I was being taught how to read at the time. Once again? <laughs> that, that's something for another day, maybe? Yeah. Man, you you get a lot done for a guy who never taught anything. It's actually kind of impressive. You, know, you, gotta, um, you do what you can. I heard... That, uh, you've been asking around about Dylan. Have you found him yet? Yeah. Did you... Wait, is he dead? Would that be a problem? <sighs> Maybe. I've got it. information from somebody I trust saying that you shouldn't just kill him. Why? If it wasn't... If, if, if this person hadn't told me this information, I wouldn't have listened to it. And I know you. So, I guess try not to kill him. He's alive. I guess. For now. Mullion pipes up, is like, wasn't he helping us kill that Gafrillo guy? Yeah, but he took something from me. What? Something, Mullion. Read the room. <laughs> Grim, where are you? Well, I've been thinking about it, and I feel like uh, Grim got swooped up by the Vesperins. Yeah, but uh, like, you're, you're not tight and, with them, so I, I, I thought right. of this too. You wouldn't probably stay there. Exactly. Where where would Grim go to hide out? So Grim probably goes to the only other place he knows really well. The Church of Moors. He goes to the Church of Moors. He takes Evan with him. He, they get him on his feet. The Vestrums probably get him on his feet. And before they have two more words to say to him, he's out the door. Yeah, I, th- I, I think they might even have called in uh, a member of that church because healing you would pose questions to them. I mean, we've established that it's, it is simple, but they would look at you first and be like, I don't know how to fix that. We need the bone people. <laughs> right. So Grimm ends up at the Church of Moors. Yeah. And Grimm has a lot to think about. He's, you know, he's got everything that happened with Evan, everything that happened with Gavrillo, everything that happened in the, in the portal. And I mean, I think he also very intensely keeps an eye on what's happening with that ship he you know yeah and like i said the ship is gone there haven't been random portals popping up in town eventually right. probably around this time uh you've heard word that the that the purging of the college went well and it's ready to be brought back to the material plane that's probably like the last thing that they're le- letting the mages do because they're all locked up they pretty much went quietly uh, yeah, I think we're gonna pick up with you and Evan, like just in a one of the rooms 
that they that they've cleared out for you. They've got you know it's a pretty Spartan room that they usually have for priests. Yeah. And Evan is laying on the bed currently fixing your clothes the old fashioned way. Like he 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 you tried to just use prestidigitation, but with all the damage that you took and stuff, he's like no. Right now he's he's fixing the frayed edges of your hat. Okay. You've been quiet, my lord. You're right. I have a great many things on my mind, Evan. I saw a hint of the old you back there. Mm, yes. But this Gavrillo character seemed to be your match in a way that I didn't expect. The whole time we were going through that crisis, they call it, I thought maybe you were holding back with as a fairy trick. But I'm starting to get the feeling that you truly have been crippled. Evan, ever since I found my way here, I have not been on the same magnitude I once was. I am slowly regaining my abilities, but I am not the being that I used to be. And we don't know why. Is it because fairy is in turmoil? It's the source of your power damage? For all I know, it could be. I'm uncertain as to why, and I have not been able to find any viable evidence leading one direction or the other. The fact that I basically just fell into this world is a confoundment in and of itself, and I realize that a lot of it was caused by... The mistakes of those more ignorant, but there's still a great many questions left unanswered. Indeed. Like how you let your clothes get in such a nasty state, and he finishes like the last sewing. If I needed any clue that you aren't quite the man you're supposed to be. Sorry. Faye. And it kind of like, he gives the hat a tap, and he's like, even your, even your clothes aren't acting properly. And he tosses you back your hat. Which, if you check your inventory, is now a gentleman's cap. And uh, oh, he, yeah. before tossing it, he sticks. He takes a feather out of his pocket and he sticks it in it. Sorry, before he tosses it to you, he sticks a feather in it. He reaches deep inside, up to the elbow, and he pulls mm. out a couple of your effects. Sir, I swear, you've, you've truly just not yourself lately. And he pulls out a couple of cufflinks and a monocle. And all that gear is now in your inventory. You can go ahead and give it a look. Yeah. And he says, It seems to me, my lord, that a lot of the things that are fairy magic are acting a little wonky. However, I've only been here a week and I feel better, which is probably both a good and bad thing. You are weakened. And he says that and he kind of like gets this look on his face like like he knows he's going to get hit. (laughs) You're, You're weak, but... Not... Too weak, mind you. Absolutely, my lord. But I think that as long as we are having these problems, your power will come back to you. A long time ago, you told me when I was becoming a fairy that one of the things that I would have to get used to was that we are what we are. That unlike mortals, we don't change. And this is something that you are used to. When I went through the change and I felt... The power of fairies start to alter me. It was jarring. Of course. And since then, I, I felt this stagnation that is part of my soul. Maybe you fae don't think of it as such, but I do. 
And I'm I'm developing a theory that perhaps you are feeling a similar sensation that I once felt, but in reverse. <sighs> I think you've actually changed, my lord. Are you saying that I could become mortal? I'm saying that mortality may have altered you. I think it's time to figure out who you are again. Evan, I appreciate your insight, but a fairy can't change its wings. Or as mortals might say, a tiger can't change its stripes. I know who I am. I'm Thaddeus Grimm. Rider, hunter, and lord. I will continue to be as such. He, uh, he steps forward, and he grabs your, your lapel, and he straightens it out, and he's like, You forgot, gentlemen. Mm. But he looks you deep into your eye socket, and he says, But when I met you, you were not. Mm. Roy, it's time to go shopping. Sabobos, you have said that you know Bloodbath and Beyond. I've heard of it. Would, would Sabobos like to go shopping as well? Uh, well, you know, I, I gotta get something. I mean, I, I'm, uh, DM would like you to get caught up with everyone's gear level as well, because you didn't really give yourself much, and you're, lo- you're level fucking 10. I mean, I gave him boots. Yeah, that's, there's a good start. And I also made, I, we made his net sort of magic. I think uh, me and you can address, maybe we'll give the net a few more abilities that I didn't, you know, do a great job with last time. I realized you said it was woven with magical materials, and that probably should have bound a fey a little better. Well, no, it, it was just, um... Metal that would have, or it could like have. precious metals. Yeah, precious metals. But like part of my lore is that things like cold iron, if you, which I guess isn't a precious yeah. metal. So maybe you're going to address yeah. that. <laughs> we, we'll talk about it being a little better of a net. So I think that since you don't have anything that he needs you to do, uh, I know Roy wanted to go shopping. I think Roy and Sabobos uh, meet outside Bloodbath and Beyond. You just sort of bump into each other just outside the uh, the secret door. Hey, Roy. Oh, hey. Hey there, Sobo. What's up? Uh, nothing. Are you sulking down here? Chest falling. Uh, you know, she's got got a hole in my pocket, I guess. You're losing koi. I'm about to. Well, well what, drink? No. <laughs> and then they don't go shopping. They go I mean, the <laughs> not, a bad, not a bad idea, but, uh... I give him five silver. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks Which I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, yeah, I need to pick up a couple things. I like, uh, what, uh, food? Meat? Mutton? Nice soup? Supplies. So, well, yes, yes, food covered supplies. Yeah, yes, supplies. Um, are you going in, I guess? What do you mean? <laughs> My god. <laughs> so, Roy, you know that there's a secret knock to get into Bloodbath and Beyond. Doesn't know. Are you trying to avoid showing him this um, place? So, Bobos, why are you here? Well, let's see. Um, the fishing's better down here. Uh, my face right now is not necessarily the <laughs> what? best idea. It is, in, it is inland as fuck. That is an outright lie. <laughs> Unless he fishes in a sewer. Hey, you, you have to get provisions somehow. And by fish, I mean, you, you know, you just grab one. You grab it out of the pickle barrel. Oh. All right, then. Um, well, you enjoy your fishing. I'm going to go really? into <laughs> this place right next to it. I imagine you guys both just sort of step forward toward the hidden door. Like, okay, bye! And then you both take like a half step. What? Wait. What? Uh, Why are you going this way? I'm going this way. Um. (laughs) 
if you're going this way and I'm going this way, then we both know what is behind that door. So, you've heard of it too. Yeah, so this is a lot less awkward. Thanks for making it extremely awkward. Roy knocks the knock. Because <laughs> there's no other reason that he would be here going to that door. Hey, Ryan, what's the knock? Shaving a haircut. Yes! Yeah, it's shaving a haircut. Do I get... That means I can oh, come shit. in. I'm supposed to open the door, ain't I? All right, and the door opens up, <laughs> <laughs> and standing on the other side is Leonard the Narc, who kind of looks both ways. He's like, get the fuck in, get the fuck in. I've never been here before. I've heard stories. I'll remember the knock. You didn't know the uh-huh. knock, right? Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. You brought you brought a fucking uh, a, who's the orc in I full didn't plate? Bring him here. We kind of. <laughs> who, who's who, who's the pallywag? Come on, what's up? Have you heard? Get in, get in. And he shuts the door. The first thing you guys notice as he shuts the door behind you is that this place used to have, like, walls and walls of shit. Like, it was full, right? It it looks picked over. It's like, wow. And, uh, very empty. He kind of, he kind of sees the looks on her face. He's like, yeah, uh, shit's been, uh, real wild lately and people have been stocking up. You know what I mean? But, uh, we still got some stuff if you want to, if you want to peruse... Uh, and basically everything on that list that I sent you guys yep. is uh, for sale. Um, and Leonard kind of leans over to you and he says, uh, you know, and uh, I'll give you the I'll give you Fox discount, you know, 10%. Appreciate it. So what do you want to buy? The Wabajack. <laughs> There's no Wabajack. Wabajack off. It's a fucking travesty. <laughs> the deliberation that we do out of game, I'm going to cut down to a quick RP. So what do you guys want to buy? Do the quick version... Uh, of what you think you can afford, and we will address that. You know what? While you guys think about it, uh, I'm going to handle a similar scene with Dylan, since I'm handing out loot, essentially. We just did Mr. Grimm. Oh, by the way, how do you like that loot, Grimm? I think it's pretty cool. All right. I, th- I, think, I thought you'd like my cufflinks. Yeah, the cufflinks are dope. Uh, I think the, the monocle's a lot of fun. Yeah. The hat is just brilliant. I love the hat. Yeah. I'm going to complete your ensemble, because you're not big on carrying shit. Yeah. Well, with the hat, I can carry more shit. Dylan, you, you find yourself standing in front of your father. Yes. And he's going over your purchase order. So, Dylan, I'm going over this re- list of requests. What, what is this? What Are you, you going to be some sort of bloody adventurer? What, 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 what is this potion of fire breath? Yes. What do you think you are, dragon? No, just uh, in a war scenario, if I'm ambushed by multiple enemies, it's a good way to distract people and also keep them away long enough for me to regroup with my soldiers. We pay we pay soldiers to do this sort of thing for us. It's it's beneath you. Anyway, they're expensive. You know that, and you're, you you've heard this kind of shit from your father before. He's a cheap ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he, as he's kind of bitching, he pushes forward a crate and then a small box, and he's like, "Well, anyway, I." They're ridiculous, but I've procured most of them. Easy enough. Uh, And inside the box is three potions, carefully wrapped, two rings. Uh, When you open the box, there is a large belt and a headband. All of them? Mostly. What is this Mizium armor? Do you know where they make this? It's across the fucking sea. Do you know how expensive it would be just to ship it? Anyway, it's been ordered, but it won't be here for months. I appreciate it anyways, Father. Thank you. Uh, and he hands you the purchase order for the armor because it's not fulfilled, but it will be coming to you someday. Sweet. <laughs> I stow it away. It's good being rich. And I nod my head and I begin equipping my shit. Jay, 
Randall to DM, how much shit did I just get? Because I need to write it all down. Uh, I mean, everything but the armor that you wrote. Wow. Fuck off. Jesus. Privilege is a bitch. Um, <laughs> white noble privilege. All right. Holy shit. I, I looked through it. I, I'm giving out a pretty good, solid loot dump. And we're now back to our two shoppers. Uh, you show up. <laughs> which things do you think you can afford, uh, Roy? Roy, you show up to the. Uh, he's got his barrel and he's got his uh his fucking cash register, quote unquote. And he's like, "What'd you pick out, Roy? Come on." Yeah, um, I've got here a handful of scrolls. Okay. I picked up Phantasmal Killer, Contact Other Plane, and Invisibility. Let me write those. Let me add that up. What What does that add up to? Roy can't math. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck, yeah. You know, this is the, my least favorite part of my job, you know that? So you got invisibility, phantasmal killer, what, you can you can cast spells, dude? Yeah. And uh, he looks at it, and he's like, okay, so, uh, yeah, no, man. All right, so that comes out to 82 bucks. What? What? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm giving you the fox discount, 10%. Roy... Doesn't know how math works. Math is hard. So, yeah, no, not no, no, not. You thought it was ten percent off, dude. You're the you're the fucking like go to guy in the guild. Of the price, <laughs> it's, it's, your it's price. Ten percent of total price. Um, you yeah. can. This, are you sure this is all you, you can want? Go ahead and ring these up. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eighty-two gold pieces. Uh, and yeah, you you come on back, man. You go do yeah. your thing. So, Bobos, uh... <laughs> I was gonna say, I've got, like, a couple hundred. You don't get the Fox discount, obviously. You're not a member of the Thieves' Guild. He has made no indication that you're tight with him. But, <laughs> as a 10th level character who's never really bought gear, you have fucking... Uh, actually, looking at the price, I'm gonna go ahead and say 10 grand, because that shit does add up quickly. I mean, they feed us, they train us, they give us armor. Occasionally, we get pocket money. You have 10 grand to spend, my friend. Shout, shout out to... Did you say uh, 10 grand? I gave him 10 grand. Hey. Uh, real real quick, I have a lot of shit to update, so I'm glad mm-hmm. someone else fucking, is shopping. Fucking <laughs> Dylan's rich, fucking Sabobos is rich. I mean, yeah, it's been a... You know, he's a 10th level paladin of Newman. He's They treat him well, you know. He saves up. Yeah, you, you're, the money you get for being a, a paladin just goes straight to fucking your pocket because everything else is kind of handled for you. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sane Magical Prices, this PDF I found online. Uh, if anybody, if any DMs out there who need prices for gear, somebody finally kind of went down and cataloged them in a way that the DM guide doesn't, because the DM guide gives very vague, based on rarity, which means that like in the DM's guide, a glue is worth several thousand, while something that could save your life is worth uh, a few hundred bucks. And this guy kind of went through Sidero, Salmon Squire, Wizard of the Coast, Giant in the Playground, D&D Next, and then World. This is the shoutouts they give at the bottom of the thing. But yeah, go ahead and look up Sane Magical Prices if you need help as a DM. Because, God, shopping is a pain in the butt in D&D. I dig it. Like, you RP uh, buying stuff and finding stuff a little more. But if I just wanted to say, hey, here's some money, as D&D does, because it hands out actually a lot of gold. 
In fact, here's the DM's gripe for the day. Uh, they make it very easy to get gold, and they give you zero ways to spend it. Yeah. There's actually, like, this article I read by Angry D- GM saying that gold is worthless in 5th edition. Because there's essentially no way to spend it. Are these all gonna, are, are yeah, these all gonna have a uh, weird flavor like all that other stuff did? If you want them to. Duh. Okay. I was waiting to roll that with y'all, so. Okay. For sure. Let you guys roll the dice, you know? You know it's fucking, you know it's fucking dope? Boots of Elven Kind don't have laces. <laughs> That's really dope. <laughs> By the way, I got so much shit that there's two things I just can't attune to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Hold sorry. On. Um, Tell me about uh, it. So, cutting back to, to Dylan. Uh, I got a couple dope more, rings More bitching on. from his father. Dylan, this, this list of things was ridiculous. Do you realize that you can't even use half of this crap? And he throws you a fucking necklace as well, and it's a fucking monkey's paw, which gives him a force attunement slot for a ring. What? <laughs> You're an idiot. Jesus. Well, that helps. Your father, who is much smarter than you and doesn't and has more money than God. <laughs> I didn't expect to get all this shit. Yeah. I was giggling at myself, knowing that that would be... Yeah, this, is, this has become... Like, I wish you had told me about what the Fox discount no. is sooner. No, no, because the reaction... The reaction was great, but also, <laughs> this is taking a lot longer than it needed to. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I, I have to... That's get... why I was like, please make yourself aware of the item. <sighs> Son of a bitch. It's, it's, it is it's 10%. You drop the fucking zero. Jesus Christ. It's really easy to do the math. You just it's drop fucking the comedy. Love it. Uh, real quick, I have to roll for something for the belt. Dylan suddenly grew a beard. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Dylan became a man. Alright. How are we doing? Alright. I think I'm good. So Bobos, after Roy runs away from the uh you know, leaving his, his stuff on the table, you you come forward with your own little your own little shopping cart, because we've established there are shopping yes. carts. They're barrels with wheels and handles. It's appropriate. Yeah. Let's see, let's see, I've, I've, um, let's see, I've got one, two, three, four, five, t- no, wait, no, one, two, three, four, four tins, I've got four tins of arrows, uh, I got this, mace, it's really nice. Oh yeah, that, that, I, I was, I was yeah, using I, that to scratch my back I, earlier, I, I, it felt I, real good. I licked it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. and Leonard have similar ideas of what a quality item you, you looks tell, and feels you like. It tingled the tongue just a bit. You can you can taste the plus two. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was excellent. Uh, that said, and then uh, knowing these folks that I'm with, uh, six greater healing potions. That's that's oh. definitely going to be necessary. All right. So uh, yeah, so we've got uh, six greater healing potions. Uh, so, was it four four, four plus, bundles? Yes. Was it plus two arrows? Yeah, four bundles of plus two arrows. This javelin uh, with the little lightning symbols on it. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, ja- one javelin of lightning. And, and a... last but not least, this cloak. Wait, which one's that? Is that that fucking froofy elven one, or uh? No, it's the one with that has like the little dragon scales on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, one cloak of protection. Did I miss anything? No, I, I, I think that's it. All right, just just to be sure, what did you got? What did you buy? So four bundles of plus two arrows, then a plus two heavy mace. Then six greater healing potions, javelin of lightning, and a cloak of protection. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Shit, man. You got this kind of dough? Uh, well, uh, let's see. 
adamantine piece, adamantine piece, gold piece with a ruby in it. Fuck. More gold. Man, you polywags get paid real well, don't you? Uh, well, you know, we don't have much to do in the barracks. We read, we read, we talk, we practice hitting each other. You have the firm sex acts? I've only, I've only seen whores with this kind of money. Never mind. <laughs> it's true. People who sell out have this kind of cash. <laughs> Listen, when you fuck the party, you get paid well. Uh, so <laughs> never fucked the party yet. Um, and then as you finish up, you're go ahead and erase the money and go ahead and find the equipment in D&D Beyond and uh, add that to your character sheet, you bastard. Oh, wait, you can't. It's a shame. I guess you don't get any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, please put, please put your character in D&D Beyond so that I have a frame of reference in the future. Roy, what do you get? All right, Leonard. Hey, Roy. I've got a couple more things here. Uh, picked up this studded leather armor. Okay. Also got. Let me uh, let me see. That's gonna be normally that's what's the studded leather? Studded, he's, he's looking at a manifest. It's like, what the fuck does that cost? Uh, fifteen hundred gold. Apply the uh, the discount. That's uh, one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, and then I've also got this here cloak. Cloak of uh... protection. Oh. Uh... Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me let me check the back. This is we're out of these. Hold on. And he goes back and uh, high or low. As 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 I brought one up to the fucking counter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fake, man. That's only out there to fucking trick people. <laughs> high or low? Your son of a bitch. Low. There's another one. Goddamn right there is. All right, so that's uh, uh, another three fifty. Sabobos, so you're uh, watching him get a completely different price on something you just bought. <laughs> I'm just like going. Also picked up a bottle of this here sticky stuff. The, the sovereign glue. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> gonna stick something. This. That's a. That's a fun prank. It is. Or at least it sounds like it would. Do you know how expensive that stupid shit is? Apparently, it's only 45 GP, so not that expensive. Next. Yeah. Oh wait, and, what was uh, the original? I, 86. I, I already have it. I've got it all written down. Okay. And then, uh, you see, I've got this here cloak. That's on my back. Huh? Think you can, uh... Uh, oh. Turn this into something uh, else? You're having trouble with that bullshit magic doohickey shit, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me check the back again. I've probably got a pair of, uh... You know what? You give me... I want to put it on my feet. Have you tried just wrapping it to your feet and seeing if it works? Does it work like that? Cause... Nah, nah, not at all. He goes, he, go, he, he goes in the back, he comes back out, and he's like, No, we don't have any, but you know what? I'll just trade you straight across, man. This, this, is a, this, is a, this is a nice cloak. Anything I should know about it as he takes his own shoes off? No. <laughs> it's just real nice. <laughs> no, but nobody's looking for it or nothing, right? Not that I know uh, of. I haven't had any troubles while I was wearing all right, it. Yeah, well, there's a there's a couple of dudes on Trade Street who might recognize these boots. Just fair warning. And uh, he, He's honest. I look at him. I look and at Roy. Th- and then he's also, honest. Rolled terribly. Of course you did. I'm going to <laughs> lean across the counter. Now, I know you've got them somewhere. Got what? Beads. I need beads. You got, you got an itch? I need them. Beads of force? Yes. Uh, Roy. Roy. I need... Leonard? Roy, I... Leonard. Darius told me that I shouldn't feed this. Leonard. That I shouldn't... Uh... I need the beads. You got... He says you got a problem, man. I... Leonard. Where are you putting these things? You want to find out? Because I got a couple left. Uh... No, man. Uh, but legitimately, like I told you, we're picked over. I, I, ain't, you... I don't have any. Oh, Leonard. I'm sorry. I got no, I, I don't. I got him. I really don't, Roy. Slip him from your own stash. I know you got Go him. ahead and roll persuasion. All right. 17. Roy, 
He looks you deep in the eye. I would totally sell him. I'd give him to you. But I ain't got him. I ain't got him. That was a really good roll, and I'm sorry that it's completely pointless because I have no beads of force. Just narrow my eyes at him. Which is really just you narrowing your eyes at the GM. I'll be back. Can I interest you in, uh... Beads? Yes. Like a wand or uh, another potion? Do they shoot beads? Uh, no. If I drink the potion, will I throw up beads? Uh, how about a potion of studded leather or a sending stone? I'll be back. Uh, ring of warmth. You look cold, Roy. Later, Leonard. Hold on to them beads. And, uh, yeah, Dylan, you're putting on your new gear. And uh, your yep. father says, the belt is of Dorvan make. Ah, we need someone who can speak to them, make deals with them. And I was hoping that you would be, uh, I know you're a friend, Bopidopolis of the Merchant Quarter. He's a shady fellow, but basically, I'm hoping that that, that, that belt will help you smooth things over for us in the future. Uh, father, it's Bopinopolis. Uh, you said it is Dopolis. <laughs> it is Dopolis. Hold on. <laughs> This is just me. Yeah, I was gonna fun. say, is this just a goof? Because it sounds like a goof. Wait, so which one? Which one do you want me to say for the goof? I'm. Uh, I think we're already past it. Uh, this this Bopinopolis. Uh, and, and Dylan is totally Dylan, Dylan's dad, Willen and Leonard have morphed into a new character. What his plan was was to convince his dad that he was saying the name wrong, yeah. even though he was saying the name right. Yeah. So that's what the goof was. Yeah, that's why I was like, this uh, is past. Okay. I ruined <laughs> a goof! I'm sorry. This one's on me. It's okay, we all do it. You can send your hate mail to torchthetavern at gmail.com. <laughs> ruined a goof. Anyway. Okay, so here's what I've gotten to so far. I've been going through them alphabetically, and it's fine that I've only gotten to D. But I got Badge of the Watch, Bag of Beans, Book of Vile Darkness, Boots of Levitation maybe, if we can't get the winged boots, preferably the winged boots, uh, Bracers of Defense, Cape of the Monte... It stopped there. I, I couldn't read the rest of it. Cape of the Monteb? Monte, it's Montebank. Cape of the Montebank? What and does the Cape of the Montebank do? A shitload of teleportation. Oh, a dimension door. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a dimension, dimension door. How often? A... You can cast dimension door as an action. This property of the cape can't be used until the next dawn. Once a day, a dimension door. Give me all your money. You have it. The the cape of the Montebec? Cool. Can it also not be a cape? Okay. Not. Not. Give a fucking mouse a cookie, huh? Yep. Give a grim. Give grim a. Give yeah. grim a cape, and he asks for a fucking robe. What do you want it to be? Um. Preferably, this is just for flavor, because I Grim wouldn't wear a fucking cape. Are you kidding me? Like a mantle, like it, like a sort of a neck piece that just covers the shoulders. Maybe a scarf. That's ah, I'm... scarf for the mountebank. There it is. Uh, I will, I will fucking uh, drop that in your inventory as a gentleman's scarf if you give me all your cash. We'll just throw it in with the other stuff. Okay, a- after your little talk with him, you realize that there's other shit in there, and you reach deeper into the hat. <laughs> Sick. Okay, you can have all of my 650 gold, because it's yeah, not Yeah, just, you're broke as fuck now, the way I like it. Yeah. Uh, and question, though this is probably a stupid question, what color is the scarf? Black.
Hello, everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there. And we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at Big underscore J underscore The Bad Man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not. Time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, Warlock. Did Mitch leave at some point, by the way?